Joseph Stanley here with Rooted 2-7, a podcast ministry of Red House Baptist Church. And we have Shama Loredan behind the camera, and uh, he does much of our production and uh, directing. And we're glad that you're listening in uh, today. Uh, again, we are a podcast ministry of Red House Baptist Church, and we our desire at Rooted 2-7 is for you to become more rooted and grounded in your faith, that you would become rooted in Jesus Christ, so that you could continue to build your life upon him and uh, that would help in all areas of your life so that you can become more stronger in your faith in your obedience and uh in colossians 2 7 it says at the end of it about us becoming people who are abounding or overflowing in thanksgiving so part of us becoming rooted in jesus christ is us becoming overflowing or abounding in thanksgiving and uh, as you well know, November is a lot about Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a holiday we celebrate each year. Uh, on a Thursday, the last Thursday of November, we celebrate Thanksgiving. And we've dealt with a lot of things this year. There's been a lot of problems, a lot of um, disasters, a lot of things that hurt, and a lot of people have died, and a lot of calamity all around us. You might think, well, what do we have to be thankful about? Uh, this has just been a horrible year. Many people have complained about 2020 as if it's the worst year ever, as if everything is bad. And there's been a whole lot of complaining. If I'll be honest, I've complained a lot, and probably we've complained a lot more than we've been thankful. We've shown to God that we're mad and we're upset and we don't like what's happening more than we've showed gratitude for his salvation and uh, for who he is to us, that Christians are a thankful people, that we constantly are thanking God and showing our gratitude, praising Him. And there's various ways uh, that the Scripture teaches us that we can be doing that regularly in our lives. Uh, if you think about that word, thank you, and you think about, there's another word, please, and there are two magic words they're called as a child when you're growing up. You say thank you and you say please. If someone gives you a gift or you receive a present or you say thank you. You could be at a fast food restaurant and someone gives you an order of fries. You say thank you. It's a polite thing to do. We're always taught you say thank you. And you say please as well because it sounds polite. It sounds kind. It sounds nice. Sometimes, though, I think that when we use the word thank you, those two words, thank you so much, it can come, become a little ingenuine. It can become a little cheap when we use it in reference to God. Because we're saying thank you to God, and but do we really mean it, or are we just sounding polite? Do we really understand why we should be thankful? Do we really understand why we should be expressing gratitude to God? And as I said earlier, a lot of times we're complaining, and then we'll say thank God, though, that we're not dead. Thank God that we are not sick. Thank God for this thing and our blessings and our food. And we'll thank God for, for many things. But why do we thank God? What's the purpose? Are we just doing it to be polite? Are we just doing it because someone told us you need to be thankful sometimes? You need to tell God you're thankful. Why do we do that? Well, first I want to take us back to a time that shows in the Bible when people weren't thankful. They did not recognize God for who he was, and they were not thankful to him. In Romans 1.21, it says, For no, they, though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God 
or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were darkened. Since they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. That takes me back to the Garden of Eden. As you well know, God created everything in the world. And he created man and woman, Adam and Eve. They were placed there in the garden. Everything was perfect. And they had a perfect relationship with God. There was no disease, no coronavirus. There was no sin. There was no corruption. There was none of these horrible things that we see around us today. Everything was perfect. Everything was beautiful. And Adam and Eve enjoyed a perfect relationship with God. But God told them not to eat from a particular tree in the garden. He told them not to do it. They but Satan came to Eve in the form of a serpent, and he tempted her. And he told her, you know, God doesn't want you to eat that, because he knows when you do, you'll be like a God, and you'll be knowing good and evil. Now, some people may think, well, did God not want Adam and Eve to know the difference between good and evil? But I think that what was really being meant there is, if when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the, in the garden, it wasn't that they would... Uh, have a knowledge of the difference between good and evil, but it would be them determining what is good and evil. They would be putting themselves in the place of God. They would be saying, okay, God, you told us not to eat of this fruit, but we're going to do it anyway because we want to be in control and we want to be the people who who know everything and we want to be the God. So what did they do? They ate the fruit and they disobeyed God, and they put themselves in the place of God, trying to dictate what was right and wrong. In doing so, they did not recognize the God they knew. God revealed himself to them, but they didn't recognize him to be their creator. They didn't recognize him to be the one who was looking out and knowing what was best for them. And in essence, they didn't show gratitude to him. Because when we fail to obey God... We fail to recognize God for who he is and his authority over our lives. It comes from a heart of ingratitude. And that's exactly what Adam and Eve did. And we know that they fell there in the garden and sin came upon the world. And and all sorts of things, death and destruction, came upon the world. And we know Jesus Christ, later he came to rescue and redeem. And we know he died on the cross and was buried and rose again, defeating death and defeating sin. But it all started back there in the garden where they were not showing gratitude. They were not being thankful to God. So in, in your own life, are you showing gratitude to God? Are you recognizing his authority in your life? Are you recognizing him to be your God, your creator, realizing whose you are, that we are not our own. The reason we say thank you, God, is not because we have a lot of stuff around us. It's because we know that he is in control of our lives. We know that we are part of his creation. Not only are we part of his creation, but we are his children if you're a Christian. You're not just any other part of his creation. He knows you intimately. He considers you as his son or daughter. So we can express gratitude because we have a God who knows us, who's aware of our needs and aware of our struggles. 
And if we think about what does the Bible have to say, what where's the other places the Bible talks about being thankful, showing gratitude? And immediately my mind went to the Psalms because mostly that's all that I think of when you think of the Psalms. It talks about praising God, thanking God, showing gratitude to God. But there's also a lot of other places in the Bible, especially even in the New Testament, that instructs us to be thankful, to be praising God, to show gratitude to God. And a verse that comes to mind is First uh, Thessalonians 5.18, which says, Give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So it's God's will for us to give thanks in everything. In everything. Now you think about that. Are you being thankful in 2020? In every high and low of your life, are you being thankful? And on the mountain and in the valley, are you being thankful? Sure, we're thankful when you when you have a good job, you have a nice income, you have a nice house, you have a nice car. You say, yeah, man, I'm, I'm blessed. I have a lot to be thankful for. And oftentimes people who have all those things aren't, still aren't too thankful. But what about if your world came crashing down at this very moment? What if your child got sick? What if you, you're, you lost your job or, or uh, you lost your home? Or what if everything bad just happened to you right now, this very moment? What's your response? What's your reaction? Are you still going to say, I'm thankful to God because I know I'm his part of his creation. I'm his child. He loves me. And he's in control of my life. So I'm going to thank him and I'm going to praise him anyway. Or is our, re- our reaction and our response going to be one of complaint, one of being angry, mad, and, and unthankful for what's going on around us? We have two, two options there. It's God's will. And there's certain places in the Bible that you, people are always searching for God's will. Well, here's one. It's God's will for you to be thankful. Get working on that part of your life. You say, okay, it's God's will for me to be thankful. I need to realize that I need to be thankful in every area of my life. Another thing that that scripture teaches us, and I read this in a book by O.S. Hawkins, uh, Joshua Code. He tells us whenever every action that we take, every action, everything that we think about doing, we should first stop and think, can I thank God for it after I do it? So you may be tempted to sin, Maybe tempted to lie or, or commit any sort of sin. But in that moment of sinning, can you stop and thank God for it? And the answer would obviously obviously be no. So that practicing thanksgiving in our life to God is actually a deterrent from sin because if we know when if we step into that moment of sinning, we're not gonna to want to think about God. We're not gonna to want to thank him for anything. We're not even going to put him in our thoughts. So if we would apply this thanksgiving, if we would apply being gracious, our gratitude and being thankful to God, it would help us uh, to know when, what to do in our lives, to say, okay, you know what? God wouldn't be pleased with that. I can't thank God for it. I can't fulfill God's will in doing it, so therefore I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to choose to thank God and do something that would be pleasing to Him. And... Uh, if you if you think about being thankful, you might think, well, how how can I be thankful? How can I show that? How can I uh, 
perform that in my life? What are ways that I can show I am thankful to God? And I think, as I talked about earlier, uh, the Psalms talk a lot about being thankful. The Psalms speak uh, about praising God, thanking God in all sorts of ways, and many of them are written by David, but there are some by other individuals in the Old Testament as well. But one particular psalm came to mind, and uh, it's one that I've known for a long time. You hear people sing songs about it and reference to it. You you hear it uh, quite often, especially around uh, Thanksgiving. And I think it really speaks of, you know, we hear it around Thanksgiving. We talk about being thankful around this special holiday. But I think it speaks more of a lifestyle of Thanksgiving, where it's not just a day we're dedicating to being thankful. But instead, all of our lives that we're showing that we're thankful to God in each and every area. Psalm 100 is the psalm I'm referencing. And it really just lays out clearly how we're supposed to show to God that we are thankful. And uh, first verse says, let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. So it speaks first off of us showing our praise to God by declaring his name, de- declaring his praise with our mouths. It says, shout triumphantly, shout victoriously, shout with courage, praise to our God, that we're we're bringing praise to him all throughout the whole earth. And uh, now I'm a Baptist now, but I grew up going to a Pentecostal church. And when when it says shout, they took that very serious. They would be loud and and more... uh, more expressive in the worship, and now as a Baptist, uh, we tend to be a little bit more quiet, but I think no matter who you are as a Christian, we can shout triumphantly to God, boldly declaring who He is to us. And that's the way we're, we're showing that we're thankful to God, when we're declaring His name, declaring who He is to us, and being c- courageous in doing so. Secondly, it says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Serve God. That's a way we show we're thankful to Him, by serving Him. How are you serving God right now in your life? In what way are you serving God? And you, everybody has different ways to serve God. Everyone has different ministries they are called to, different places of service. But stop and ask yourself right now, how are you serving God? And then also with, and not only are we supposed to serve the Lord, we're supposed to do so with gladness. Uh, if we're serving God and we're always mad, or we're serving God and we're always angry and aggravated, complaining, that's definitely not being thankful. That's definitely not showing gratitude uh, to God. But we're supposed to do so with gladness, with joy in our hearts. Come before Him with joyful songs. We're singing to God. That's, that's a part of who we are as Christians. We're singing people, singing praises to our God declaring who he is joyfully in our hearts. Oftentimes we're sitting in church and we're singing along with the the music and and we're just sitting there with a dead serious face. We're mad. We're not really mad, but we're just very serious. Some people don't like to sing. They get nervous. And that's okay, but anymore, I think, you know what? I'm singing to my God. I'm not a great singer. I'm singing praises to him. It's not about what other people think of what I sound like. It's about me bringing glory to my God. If God is pleased with my singing joyfully to Him, if I, as I'm singing who He is to me and what He's done for me, I'm going to do so loudly and I'm going to sing joyfully to the Lord. And then it says, acknowledge that the Lord is God. So acknowledgement of who God is, 
who we are serving, that he is God, the creator of the heavens and earth, God, who birth, who who breathed the breath of life into your lungs, God, who is in control of all things, God, who is all-powerful and merciful and gracious, God, who is all-knowing, who is unchanging. That is who we are worshiping. That is who we are serving. It says, He has made us and we are His. He made, we are supposed to acknowledge Him, acknowledge that He made us, that we are His. Therefore, if we are God's, we are to bring, be thankful to Him. We are supposed to bring glory to Him, honoring Him, living our lives for Him, our Creator. His people, the sheep of His pasture. So we realize who we are and who God is. And we realize that He is our God and we realize our position in this life is that we are the sheep of his pasture. He is in control. He is our protector, our provider, our keeper. And we are his. And it says in verse 4, and here it comes to the climax, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and bless his name. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. First off, that makes me think, enter his gates. If When we go to God in prayer, uh, Hebrews 4 speaks of us coming, let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may find uh, help in our time of need. So when we come to God in prayer, we're coming before a throne, a God who sits upon the throne. We have permission to enter into his heavenly courts when we come to him in prayer. And we should be doing so with thanksgiving. Uh, if you were go, to go to meet the Queen of England or you were to meet the President of the United States, uh, you would first thing you would probably do is, is thank them for even entertaining you into their presence, for even having them in, in having you into their office. We'd be very thankful, wow, that we have this access to such an important person. Well, we have access to the Creator of all things, God. We, we're able to enter into His courts. And we should be doing so with thanksgiving, acknowledging who he is, thanking God for his mercy, for his grace, for his salvation, for his redemption. There's so much, not, not material items, there's so much spiritually we can start out with being thankful for and thanking God for in our lives. It says, give thanks to him and bless his name. Why? Verse 5 tells us, for the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. Why do we thank God? Because He is good. He is good all of the time. Even as we complain throughout 2020 and we don't like what we see going around us and we focus on the fallenness of this world and the sinful the effects of this fallen world, we see disease, we see confusion, we see arguments, we see uh, all kind of issues going on around us. If we would take our focus off of all the problems and look at God and realize He is good in the midst of all the bad. He is faithful even when we're unsure. We feel unstable. We feel like we don't know what's going on around us. God is good. God is faithful. And He loves us. And, that, and that's not going to stop tomorrow. God's not going to stop being good tomorrow. God's not going to stop loving us and being faithful to us uh, tomorrow or the next day or next week. Instead, the Bible says it endures forever, for eternity, 
God is unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Rooted 2-7. How are you showing that you are thankful? How are you showing God that you are thankful? Are you serving Him? Are you realizing who He is to you? Are you realizing that you are His child? Are you singing songs of praise to Him? Are you declaring His wonderful works? What are we doing in our lives right now, this moment, to make our lives a lifestyle of thanksgiving? Where it's not just a day we celebrate on on a special Thursday of November where we say, yeah, we're thankful today, and we say a special prayer, and we say, thank you, God, for this food. Thank you for all your blessings on me. But are we being thankful every day? What if we made Thanksgiving every day? Not saying we ate that big meal every day of the year, but we celebrated who God is each and every day. And we said we woke up every morning with a heart of thanksgiving, saying, thank you, God, for allowing me to live another day. Thank you, God, for another day of your mercy and your grace and your love. Although I'm so undeserving of it, we need to realize that we don't deserve anything God has given us. We're sinners. We deserve hell. Put it lightly. But... God is gracious and he is merciful to us that he forgave us of our sins. He redeemed us and restored us. So we need to be recognizing him and we need to realize he is the authority over our lives. As we go back, as we talked about earlier, when Adam and Eve, they didn't recognize God's authority and they chose to do wrong. And that showed a heart of ingratitude. Instead, we need to recognize God's authority over our lives, showing him that we are truly thankful for who he is and what he does for us each and every day. And while things may not be good in your life right now, you may have many things to complain about, you can still stop and say, I thank you, God, for saving me. I thank you, God, for who you are to me. And you can show that by just living your life for God to the best of your ability, serving him each and every day. And instead of focusing on all that is wrong, Focusing, focus on what God is doing in your life right now. Focus on what is right in your life at this moment. Realizing that God is in control. God knows exactly where you are right now. God knows exactly your situation. And because of that, you can stop and thank Him. So we thank you for listening, listening in today. And do hope that you are blessed uh, by today's podcast. We hope that you will continue to join us every week. And if you want to stay connected with us at our church, you can go to redhousebc.com. Uh, you can also connect with us on uh, all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we do thank you for joining in today. Thanks again for watching. You can connect with us via our website at redhousebc.com or connect with us on social media by searching for Rooted27. Or you can also subscribe by searching D House Media RHBC on YouTube. Subscribe now.